Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Join Myra, Jeff with a G, Dr. Sam, Jeffrey, and me, Jeff with a J, as we work to debunk those leadership myths. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the No More Leadership BS podcast, where you will find no BS about leadership. Just good leadership stuff. And today we are here with the same crew, Dr. Sam Jennings, Jeff McLaughlin, Jeff Conroy. And today, Myra Hall is going to be uh, facilitating our conversation about trust. I think it's about trust. Myra, I don't know. Um, Do you trust me to say it's about trust? (laughs) Trust is is a huge subject. Um, different people have different explanations of what they think trust is. Is it important? Is it, um, should I worry about it as a leader? But the biggest myth out there is trust is too risky. I can't afford to trust people. This is my livelihood, especially owners. Yeah. I, I, I think owner leaders, I mean, just because this is what's feeding their family. It is uh, what's paying their bills, and they can't afford, especially if they're running a really tight margin, they can't afford to absorb somebody's screw-ups or somebody stabbing them in the back or stealing from them. So today I want to talk about that subject. I want to talk about trust. Is it important? Is it important to your bottom line? Can you get more? Tr- can you get more from your employees by trusting them? or by surveilling them. So I'm going to throw that out to you guys. What do you think? Start off with saying trust is a must. We absolutely have to trust our people because why would you hire somebody if you can't trust them? And there are circumstances and situations where folks will betray that trust on some scale. And that's up to the observer to decide how significant that is. Maybe it's coming in late and it feels like stealing from the company. Maybe it's actual embezzlement, which... Welcome to my friends, these uh, Officer Jones and Officer Smith. And there's different ways to go about this and respond to the circumstances. Not every issue that feels like a wrong is a question of trust. It could be a question of perception, a question of instruction, or even just a miscommunication. And and there's room to breathe, room to um, make sure you understand thoroughly without jumping off the cliff and saying, I no longer trust you, you're dead to me. Well, I'm going to throw this out to you. Um, According to uh, a Columbia Business School survey, fewer than two out of five employees today trust their senior management. Why do you think that is? That's That's a low number. Less than half of our employees trust the senior management. But, is, but isn't that society in, the, in general? I mean, they don't trust authority. They don't trust 
the man. I think uh, unless you do, unless you, unless you show what you say you're going to do, do what you say you're going to do. Trust, trust is earned. Trust is not given. So it, it, and it takes time. It's not an overnight event. So they need to see that what you say you are going to do, you're going to actually do it. You know, we, we've talked before about doing surveys. Uh, my, my own experience with the, doing a survey with my staff was uh, sending a survey out and pe- I had people say, why would I want to do the survey? Nothing's going to happen. So what I had to be is incredibly transparent and show the results of the survey. I put together a, a, a small team of about eight people, staff people, cross-section of my staff, and uh, throw the results up on the wall. And we said, let's take the top five. So they, they see that it's being done. And then their part, that small team is part of that, that group of five. Did it build trust amongst the staff? Slowly. It's not just like, a, oh, hey, Jess actually doing stuff now. It's, it's one of those slow grinds. It's turning an aircraft carrier on a dime. So trust is, trust is earned and trust is just never given. And you got to work on it every day. I found an incredible story about a donut shop owner that kind of illustrates this point. He, um, he was one man shop. He made his donuts. He sold them. Uh, and people would line up because they were so good. But he didn't have time to take their money. So he just put change and dollar bills out on the countertop and people made their own change. He trusted his clients to do that. There was two other donut shops on on the same area. He did twice the business that the other two donut shops did because he trusted his clients. He put the trust out there first. Do you see that a correlation in that in the business world as far as when you trust your employees or you build a trusting relationship? Do you think it in in Packs your bottom line. I think it's a cool story. I don't see the Apple store doing that though. <laughs> you know, laying their laptops out. And saying, I, I, I trust I you to give me the $2,700. <laughs> I don't see the um, the business world in general doing no. it. But I think the principle is is broader than just putting money on the table. Sure. Well, and, and, and for I, I agree with, with that totally. Um, you know, t- today people are throwing bricks through the window and just walking through the store and taking out whatever they want. So it's a whole, it's a different environment. But um, although I haven't heard anybody throwing a brick through like a, you know, Krispy Kreme donut shop and stealing donuts. But, um, you know, to Jeff's uh, Conroy's point about, um, you know, trust is is um, earned. Well, sometimes trust, uh, especially for a new leader, has to be given to the employees right out of the chute, right? Mm-hmm. To um, to show them that, uh, you know, you trust them, that there's empowerment and that you know they have the, the skills and the training and the ability and the tools and all of that stuff to do the jobs that they were hired to do. So sometimes, I don't disagree with you, Conroy, about the earning of trust, but sometimes tr- trust has to be given to and you have to show that to employees in tangible ways. Don't you have to know what the employees can do first? What they I mean, can do? Yeah, what they can do. I mean, if I'm going to trust an employee, I want to make sure that they can do the job that they're they're assigned to do. I well, mean, well, right, being, yeah. a new guy, being a new guy in an office, I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I have people that I call experts because I know absolutely nothing about what they're doing, but I watch and it's it's just one of those. Yeah, I'll give them, I'll give them the trust that they can do it because this one has been doing it for twenty years. But if if trust can also be taken away, 
you know, if they're, if they're not doing their job, you, you, you can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, yeah. We're, we're talking about it like it's absolutes and it's not, it's a very right. fluid, fluid thing that ebbs and flows sometimes exactly. moment by moment. You bet. So, well, I think, does it depend? I mean, I think that sometimes we're, we misconstrue trust and respect. Uh, we want to respect yeah, our employees. Yeah. We want to go in and there you go. with a that. sense of respect for them as a human being in regards to, you know what? I'm new here. You've been here. I trust that you can do your job, but how, I got to let you know, or yes, and instead of saying, but let's yep. yes, and is I trust you and I'm going to see where the, where your strengths are. I'm going to see where we're lacking and we're going to put together a plan to make sure that you are the, that takes time. Trust yeah. Trust, but verify. Ronald Reagan school of management, right? <laughs> Dude, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> I know I'm aging myself. Sorry. I mean, I wasn't even born. I wasn't even born when he was president. So <laughs> trust, but verify. How about at the moment he is president, you were being born. Is that what you're saying? That's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the actor. He was an actor. <laughs> he did great work with that monkey. Anyway. <laughs> you realize that Starbucks has the least turnover of any of those coffee shops? Coffee shops like Starbucks have an average of 300% turnover. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. less than two. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty impressive. You know why? Because they put their people first. Yep. They put their people first and they trust them to do their job until they prove otherwise and they provide them with decent benefits and, mm -hmm. um, you know, that type of thing. But what it's showing is that they care. So yeah. how can how can you trust somebody if you don't care about them? Right. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. You know, the empathy. Yeah. That, how, how can like, that comes down to relationship? It comes down to knowing your people. And it's hard to trust somebody that you don't know. It's just, it's just, it's a human nature thing. If I meet a stranger on the street, uh, I'm not necessarily going to be like, hey, here's my wallet and my phone. I'm going to go jump in the lake real fast. Do you mind holding those? That's not how it's going to work not again. Uh, generally, right? I'll leave them on the beach in, in plain view for Only anybody once, to walk right? by. But I'm not going to. Maybe twice. Yeah, I'm a little slow sometimes. Uh, but that, that trust has to be developed. You come in, but if you come into an environment where it's already yeah. a part of the culture, if you come into an environment where a leader has said, we're going to try and make it uh, as respectful and trustworthy and fun and engaging as we possibly can, we're going to pay you a fair wage, we're going to train you well, and we're going to treat you well. And you're a part of a team here. And it's it's we're more than just the individual parts. We're the sum of our parts. And that creates this environment where you go, cool, I trust that the, the person working the counter is going to give me the correct order so that I make the right drink so that the customer gets it in an expedient manner and they enjoy it every single time. Mm -hmm. We've got a well-oiled machine now and it just keeps producing. And then they can start to have fun with it because they trust that the other people are going to do their jobs to the best of their abilities. And it, it creates this, this symbiotic relationship in the, in the workspace. Yeah, but it takes time to develop that. New person comes in, Great. Now we've got some training opportunities. How are they going to fit in with our culture? How are they going to fit in with our team? Are they on the right shift? Um, do they trust the people they're working with after, you know, one, three, five, seven weeks? You know, how do they fit in? Because I think that's just as important for building trust as it is for making sure that the team works successfully together. Chemistry. Chemistry. Let's, yeah. let's, let's revisit for a minute, just on that. So let's revisit the statistic that two out of five people don't trust their senior management. That 
that is, to me, when they say senior management, I see this big divide between the people that are doing the dishes and the people at corporate office making, or not maybe not at corporate office, but the ones that sit and make the decisions that affect the people in the dish room. Um, why do you, why do you think that is? I'm it, just because of what we were talking about. I'm going to say that they don't know each other. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know, they don't know each other, and they also want to be around the table helping. I mean, that's 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 the work space these days. I mean, today is the the frontline worker wants to be part of the decision making process. They want to have they want to have say in 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 the direction of the company, and they want to have say in the direction of their workload. By building those relationships and putting small ad hoc groups together so they have input uh, is, is incredibly helpful. The old way of doing leadership is top-down hi- hierarchical organizations, whereas do as I say, not as I do type stuff. And these days, with Gen Zers and Gen Xers and Gen Yers, they want to be part of the process, and, and rightfully so. And they want to be part of their, their destiny, in my opinion. What do I know? There's enormous gaps in my point of view. From the folks who are getting you know dirt on their shirts and calluses on their hands, and the folks that are in you know, senior leadership positions, and the folks who are doing the backbreaking work, see the value of their work and see what what they're putting into it, and don't see the work that went into being in those other positions. So there's a, a gap of trust there because I work hard, why don't I get more of X, Y, or Z? Now, to their defense, there are a lot of folks, CEOs, making giant piles of money while they continue to figure out how to squeeze more yeah. life yeah. out of their frontline employees by reducing benefits, by reducing hours, by you know, just reducing everything they possibly can, or giving a penance of a benefit that looks cute on a headline, but doesn't mean much of anything when people actually deploy the So that feeling of, hey, they're looking out for us, and then you do the thing, the benefit, whatever it is, and it looks like it's really not that much, that trust is going to grow pretty dang quick if there was any there at all. Correct. Two out of five, if we're talking about folks in traditional giant corporate world, in some ways, I'd be surprised it's that high because of the way that a lot of folks get treated. So if I'm hearing you right, you are saying that people that watch the bottom line actually are less successful financially, however they measure their success as a company, than people that watch the people and make sure the people are happy. Look at I wish name. I could say that. Because we would look at the, the folks who just launched themselves in the space recently, and by made that major financial success, they've done just fine. And one of those companies has 150% turnover and are chugging through the American population as employees pretty dang quick. Yeah. So yeah. their model's working for them in that respect. Yeah. Um, if there was a little more respect and dignity given to employees, then maybe they'd do even more. I'm not sure. But I know that most folks aren't that giant company, and most folks need to show dignity and respect to their people get what's best out of them on a regular, consistent and long-term basis. Yes. Well, let's I just agree. talk, let's, let's take that into the importance of character in getting trust. And when I say character, I, I want to define that is integrity joined with good morals. How does it, <laughs> I mean, just because we're all, we're all quiet, we're all like oh, morals and big business. Let's see here. Yeah. 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 Is, well, it impossible? is it impossible? Yeah. No, it's not impossible. No. Um, it's, it's just challenging and may, maybe it's challenging because every, everything that is good and right and proper is challenging, right? You can't fall off a log and find yourself successful. You have to be 
you know, it, it takes effort and education and time and wisdom and, and mentorship and, you know, all kinds of things. You can, you can have um, integrity and not uh, be trustworthy in some people's eyes, that, that gap that Dr. Sam was, was talking about. And I, and I think especially in bigger companies, uh, you know, people may not trust, you know, the most senior leadership or the, the CEO who's making those piles of cash that Dr. Sam was talking about. Um, but that that's not where the trust needs to be built. If you're talking about the distinction of trust between frontline workers and the CEO of a major company, the trust needs to be between the frontline workers and their direct supervisor. And, and you know, that that's where it gets done. And, and I agree with you, Sam, that there's lots of examples of very successful people. There's one um, governor on the east side of our country that, you know, by all accounts is a very successful person whose life is imploding right now because what what appears to be a, a significant lack of integrity. Um, but the, the, the companies that Dr. Sam was talking about, they financially they're successful and they don't appear to be focused on people. Um, so so it, you're telling me that if they would focus on people, they'd be successful. And the argument is, well, they're already successful. But here's my thing. If you focused on the people, how much more successful could they be? Yeah. Right. Well, and trustworthy yeah. is, is a, I love taking words apart. So we got trustworthy. We're worthy of trust, but is it only in our character and our morals? Or is it, and Jeff, you talked about, I want to make sure they know what they're doing. If you gave somebody a chainsaw, would you trust them with it immediately? Or would they have to demonstrate that they were competent before that kind of trust was given? Which Jeff? Depends. If they're in Idaho and they have a beard, I'm going to probably Anyone. trust. <laughs> and pick a Jeff. Any Jeff. Any Jeff will do. Pick a yeah. Jeff. Any Jeff will do. <laughs> I mean, if I if I came to a job and, and the guy's working with a chainsaw and he's been doing it for 20 years, I'm kind of thinking he knows how to use a chainsaw. Right. But if I've got a brand new person working with some of the organizations here in beautiful North Idaho, uh, I, I know there are skill tests and skill evaluations they have to go through. Uh, I know there's testing that they have to go through uh, to show um, that they're able to to use the tools of their trade. And, Competency. You know, yeah. yeah. So, I, so the, trust the, is, is, is also a measure of competency. Sure. Of what, what yeah. Yeah. yeah not, I, I got to trust just, that they can do their job. Right. It's not just the point I'm trying to make here is it's not just a feeling. It's not just a, a relationship thing. It's based on other, uh, just how, how you, how you uh, deem them worthy of your trust. You may not like your accountant, but you know he doesn't steal from you, and he knows <laughs> you know that he gets every number <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't like how much he charges me. I mean, I, I, I'm not really like the ding on accountants. I just it's he's he may not be your favorite person. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But you trust him because he doesn't steal from you. And he doesn't. And he keeps me out of jail. And he keeps you out of jail. So he's worthy. So of far. So far. Yeah. So th this is a huge subject. We, I mean, we could break it down for weeks, for weeks. But the question that I, I kind of like to wrap this up with is, what if you are a leader in your company? 
What if you're a leader and you know, you sense that you're not getting your employees loyalty, you they don't trust you because they won't talk to you. Um, your bottom line is maybe going down and you don't know why. What would you guys, what what kind of, of a solutions could you come up with to help somebody in that position? Talk to your employees, build relationships, get to know them. Any specific yeah. ways on that or? Walk up to them, <laughs> introduce yourself. Shake Listen. their hands. Shake their hand, uh, pay attention. You know, I used to make notes and on, on uh, you know, when they talk about family members and talk about kids and talk about life events and just write, the, the, write that kind of stuff down. Um, build relationships with people. That's your, your influence or any perceived influence that you think you may have all begins with a relationship. If you don't have a relationship with your people, you have no influence over your people. I'm Other gonna, than you're, you're paying yeah, them on a, a monthly I'm basis. Push back just a little bit because building trust takes time. Yep. Losing trust is instantaneous. It takes seconds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, if they don't even know that they've lost trust, because most people come in with high expectations because they're given a whole line. Let's let's face it. When they're hired, they're given a line about how wonderful this company is and blah, 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 blah. And then they get in there and they find out nobody cares particularly about them. Yeah, they care about the bottom line. They may have great benefits, but they don't care about them. Mm-hmm. So how do we find out how each person, I mean, if you had 200 employees walking around could be a little difficult, especially with you know, everything else that, uh, I'm not saying it shouldn't be done at all, but to get back to square one where you can build build a trust. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because of our excellent tool that we've got, the, the 360 survey. Um, it's an easy way to touch all of them. It's quick, and you get the results that are completely anonymous. So you can't, you can't point a finger at somebody and say, oh, they're just, I know them. You know, they're having a bad day or whatever. Um, so 360s before, and I love them. I think they're fabulous. And the way that they work, and I don't mean how they function. I mean, the way they work is when you as a leader take that feedback and implement the feedback. Don't argue about why it's wrong. Say, okay, this is a perspective. Why does that exist? What am I doing to project this issue of trust or lack thereof? Um, and what can I possibly do to, to tweak it? And then, as uh, one of our famous Jeffs has said, go talk to people. And it may be your next line, your direct reports. Maybe it's not the frontline folks if there's several uh, uh, rungs away on the uh, ladder, but still chat it up with people, understand what's going on and get points of view. And then <laughs> last piece is recipe, no repercussions. Yes. People yes. tell you the truth, accept yes. their truth yes. and you don't have to like it, but you can't get back at them because then you'll never, ever hear a truth again. Yep. Well, and, and believe and realize it's their truth. It's their right. perception and it may or may not be true of you. Um, but that's the way they see it. So if it's important to them, it's got to be important to you. Yep. yep. I was, to figure out why they would feel that way when you don't see it at all, help me out here. It's it's open dialogue. Mm-hmm. Again, what the senior leaders and the, you know the the guys washing dishes didn't have is that direct communication and caring and and integrity that you're willing to stand up there and says I need to fix things. Yep. I'm willing mm-hmm. to, to, and let's come to the table and see where we can. But that's a, the, the 360 survey is just an excellent tool to just get started. 
Mm-hmm. Just get started yep. nowhere because otherwise you're just floundering in the dark uh, unless you have a specific idea. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, if anybody else wants to say that, we'll, we'll wrap it up with anything mm-hmm. more about the 360 survey. Do you have any more? Yeah, a little bit just for a metaphor because I'm all about the metaphor. Uh, when you're driving your vehicle down the road, uh, you can only see so much space around you, even though you got this vehicle moving down at you know, whatever rate of speed you got going. If you want to change lanes, turn in your intersection, you have to turn your head to see your blind spots. You have to actually change your point of view to get more information. And when you can't see, you have to trust the mirrors. So it's not real. It's a reflection. You hope to interpret it correctly, but you have to trust that is giving you good information. So the metaphor is, as a leader, you can't possibly see everything around you, but everybody else can. And they can help you interpret the, the circumstances and the information so you can then make the single best decision, safest decision you can make in order to move your, your team forward. Yeah. Well, if, if, um, if any of our listeners are out there and are frustrated and think this may be a tool that they could use, I have a download that links in our in our show notes. That just explains it a little bit more. So, you know, you don't have to reach out to any of us and it's an easy click and to be able to download it. Just see if this could be where your company needs to start. It's relatively inexpensive for the value that it gives. And um, it'll open your eyes to, to things that you may not even have a clue about. Any more closing remarks? And then we will we will get out of here. It's good to see Mr. Geyer. Love seeing Mr. Geyer. How do you you see somebody on a podcast? Yeah, it's great to see you all too. Myra, the the whole topic of trust to wrap wrap this up because we are uh, at at the end. It's a huge topic and Mm -hmm. we've only scratched the surface. We've talked um, about a lot of things and and right here at the end talking about the 360 um, survey um, that can be a very useful tool. And so if anybody um, wants that tool, it's it's free of charge. Just click the link in the show notes of our podcast or send us an email to ask us at leadershipbs.co. That's again, ask us at leadershipbs.co. We are the crew from No More Leadership BS Podcast. And we'd love to hear you, uh, hear from you uh, about uh this topic or or any other and until next time we'll see ya we hope you enjoyed this episode of the no leadership bs podcast if you have any stories questions or comments you would like to share with us please email us at ask us at leadershipbs.co that's ask us at leadershipbs.co If we use your email questions or comments, you will win a DISC behavioral assessment and debrief with one of our highly trained podcast teammates. And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much and tune in next time. We'll see you then.